I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Confused human beings do nothing. Great exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreOlDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Two questions I get asked the most. Number one, Dre, is there a way that I can talk to you on a regular basis for accountability to make sure I'm staying consistent and to get help with any challenges I may have ongoing? And number two, Dre, are you going to write any more books? Answer to both of those questions are yes and hell yes. Let me tell you how you can do both in one shot. I want you to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com where you have the option of getting my Bulletproof Bulletin, which is my monthly magazine that I'm sending out every single month to everyone who is a member of my university, where every month I'm writing new material that is fresh game for you to work on your personal growth and your business growth. I'm going to send that physically in your mailbox every single month. Again, that's called the Bulletproof Bulletin. That is for everybody who is a member of my university at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Now you have another option while you're right there on that page. You can also join my mastermind. This is where you can talk to me on a regular basis. I mean, every single week, you're going to get a live training from me. I answer all questions. We handle all challenges and hold each other accountable. That is inside of my Bulletproof Mastermind. It's the second level of my university where, as I just said, every week I have a live training where I'm going to teach on a subject that melds personal development and business development where we get straight to the point. No bullshit, no fluff, no filler material. I take the complex challenges that you're dealing with right now and I simplify them in a bite-sized way, just like I do here on the show every single day. Now, you can get all the information and all the details about both of these programs and all the bonuses that I didn't even mention because, by the way, I took all the courses that I've ever created. I have a course on how to use your social media story for maximum impact. I have a course called Bulletproof Mindset 2.0 that is my deepest material on mental toughness, discipline, leadership, and communication skills. I have a course called People Skills on building rapport and leading other people as well as leading yourself and how you can get your point across to others. I have a course called Content Machine about creating content that will help you lay the foundation for building your brand the same way that I've done and that I continually do. I have a course called Toughen Up, one called Unapologetic, one called Sell Yourself. I have another course called 25 Hours about time management and time control. I have a 30 Days of Discipline course, an ASAP Confidence course, and a bunch of other courses. I'm not even going to list them all because this audio clip will be too long if I list everything. All of those bonuses I'm throwing in for free as you become a member of my university and of my mastermind. All the information, all your options, and you can get started right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com. If you A, want to know if I'm going to write anymore? Yes, I am. I'm going to write. As a matter of fact, every month, I'm going to send you a new copy of my magazine with fresh new material for you to keep your game focused, sharp, and on point. And B, 
you want to work with me directly, you want to be able to talk to me every week, get your questions answered, get your challenges handled, and network and build relationships and connect with a community of like-minded professionals who are serious about their game like you are, all of that happens in my Bulletproof Mastermind. All information, and you're going to get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence, put yourself out there boldly and offensively and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you got a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why we're going to decipher, we're going to try to figure this out, why nobody is paying attention to your brand message. So this topic, as you can tell, is directed towards people who do have a brand message, or at least you believe you do, but it is not getting the kind of response that you would want to get from your audience or your prospects or your prospective audience. And we're going to get into all of that in a moment. First, let me tell everybody that I have a daily motivation text I send out for free every day. Anybody who wants to receive it, all you got to do is text me at the same number that I'll be texting you from. My number is 305-384-6894. It's free to get it every day. The message will keep you focused, sharp, on point, guaranteed. All you got to do again is text me to let me know you want it. That number again, 305-384-6894. Now, when it comes to branding, building your brand, whether you are an entity like a company that is going to have a company-wide brand or you're an individual, and I get a, a lot of individuals who come my way who are looking for ways to get their brand out there or establish and build their brand simply because, you know, that's what I do. So I get people who are looking to do something that looks similar to what I've done. Now, I talked about branding in a lot of episodes here on this show. And a few of them that I want to point out to you. Episode 1239, what people crave from your brand is authenticity. Episode 1391, build a business before you build a brand. Those are not the same thing. And listen to the episode, I'll explain to you. Episode 1714, solving the three biggest personal branding challenges. So if you don't know what they are, then you should probably listen to that episode because you might have one of those challenges. It might be the exact thing that you need. Episode 1954, we talked about getting brand deals. And in 1966, how to actually brand yourself. In episode 1976, if you don't have an opinion, then you can't really build a personal brand. doesn't make sense for you to think you have a personal brand if there's nothing personal and unique about you as a person. In episode 2033, how to create your brand framework. And I got so many more. I'm not even going to list them all here, but there's a lot. And if you just start with those, I'll probably refer you to many of the others. And you can listen to any episode in history to show by going to workonyourgamepodcast.com, as well as every episode that I just referenced are all listed down below in the show notes. So for anyone who has a brand message or you are working to develop your brand message or you feel like you are putting your brand message out there, but it's not really sticking with anyone, that means that the bait on your you know, fishing rod, metaphorically speaking, is just not attracting the fish, meaning there's something about that bait, i.e. your brand message, that is just not working. That's the facts. If you're putting your message out there, whatever that message happens to be, whether you're putting out through writing articles, making YouTube videos, publishing your podcast, posting on social media, developing and posting memes, status updates, 
running advertisements, sending emails, whatever it is you're doing, if you're putting your message out there, but the people to whom you are putting it out are not responding to you, that is a clear message to you that the bait is not attracting the right fish. All right, there. So maybe you are fishing in the wrong lake. You are throwing your bait at fish that aren't interested in that bait. That's why people are not responding to you. Or maybe something's wrong with the bait. Not even wrong with it, but maybe you're just giving the fish bait that they're not interested in, or you're giving good bait to uninterested fish. It could be, or you're giving interested fish the wrong bait. Now, it's not the thing they want to eat, or you're giving uninterested fish great bait. Either way, your brand message is not working, or you just might be in the wrong place. Maybe you're fishing somewhere where there are no fish to actually no bite and get on your hook for you to reel them in. So all of these could be reasons, but they are not the main reasons I'm going to talk about here today. But the thing that I want you to understand from this introduction is that if your brand message is not getting the response that you want, i.e. it's not working, and many people use that phrase, not working, we got to be clear what you mean by working. You have to define what that means. If something's working or not working, what do you mean? All right, is there something measurable and tangible we can put to quote unquote working or not working? We need to know what that is so we can measure. If it's not, then there's something with that bait, something with the fish or something with the lake or a combination of all three. So let's get into why in detail this is happening. So those are the big reasons. But now we're going to get into the more granular level why this is happening, that you're not getting response from the pond in which you are fishing. Point number one, topic once again is why nobody's paying attention to your brand message. Number one reason is that you sound like everybody else. This is the biggest challenge for people who are coming into the game these days. I'm recording this in a time when anybody and everybody is putting themselves out there and either trying to brand themselves intentionally or they are branding themselves simply because they're putting out so much material that people just come to associate a certain message or a certain approach with them. And because there are so many fish in the lake, the worst thing you can do is blend in whether intentionally or not, with everyone else's message. Because when you blend in with everyone else, then we don't really need any of the individuals who all appear to be pretty much the same. You all are all interchangeable commodities, which means any of you can be replaced by any of the other ones because we can't really tell the difference. There's nothing distinctive that separates one person from the next, from the next, from the next. You don't ever want to be in the space of someone looking at you and then looking at 20 other people who have a similar offering or similar messaging and saying, well, they're all pretty much the same. What's the difference? What does it matter? Which one that I pick? Or maybe I shouldn't pick any of them because I can't decide between all of them, which one is even worth it. You don't want to find yourself in this space. But there are many people with brand messages who are in this space in the eyes of the type of prospects that you actually want to serve. But this is what they're thinking about you. So they never tell you because they never talk to you because they see you and they see the other 25 people and they're like, well, what does it matter? And they can pick any one of them. So either they pick the one that is the lowest or the easiest to get to, which often involves the lowest cost. And you don't want to be in a game of who has the lowest price because then you're doing what we call racing to the bottom. And you don't want to race to the bottom. You want to race to the top. So you either get picked randomly because somebody just closed their eyes in any meeny miny mo. They pick one of the amongst the 25 who all sound the same or B. They just never communicate with you at all because they might not choose anybody. They're like, these people are all the same. And often what happens with human beings is when we can't make a decision because there are too many options, we end up doing absolutely nothing because we are confused. And confused human beings do nothing. 
any of you who works in sales, you probably heard a different version of that phrase. Confused customers do nothing. Well, confused customers actually don't become customers. You got to buy something to be a customer. So confused prospects do nothing. A prospect, someone who might become a customer, but alas, when they're confused, meaning it is not clear exactly what they should choose and why, then they usually end up not taking any action whatsoever. And if you're the person selling, and especially if your product being you is the thing being sold, the last thing you want is for your prospect to make no decision whatsoever. Because if they don't make a decision, that means they don't buy. And if they don't buy, there's no exchange. If no exchange, that means there's no money. If there's no money, then you know, how are you going to take care of your food, clothing, and shelter? So you don't want to sound like everybody else. Even though we all have heard the saying that imitation is the most sincere form of flattery, you don't want to be in this space and you don't even want to be using this phrase in the branding space. When you're branding, you don't want any imitation. You don't want to be imitating others and you don't, well, you can't stop other people from imitating you. But even when people do imitate you, you want to make sure there is something distinctive enough about you that even when they try to copy you, there's still a clear difference that other people can tell. And again, that difference, an emphasis on what I just said, difference that other people can tell. Of course, each one of us individually believes that we are unique from everyone else on the planet. And we are actually indeed unique from everyone else on the planet. The challenge is the way that we put ourselves out there to the world. It needs to be clear to someone else that we are different from everyone else. Can someone else tell that you're different and can they verbalize why you're different? If they can't, then even though you can, that you understanding it doesn't matter as much because you're not your customer. You're not buying. You are not your avatar. We talked about that in episode number... 2077, that you're not the customer. So just because you can tell the difference between you and everyone else doesn't mean everybody else can. You want to make sure everyone else can tell the difference because they're the ones who have to make the buying decision. And usually they're not going to have a long 20 minute conversation with you to understand what makes you different before they decide to buy or not buy. They're going to look and within 30 seconds, they need to clearly understand what makes you unique from someone else. Or within 30 seconds, you need to hook them strongly enough that they will pay attention for long enough to figure out what makes you different from everybody else. So you don't want to be imitating anyone else, at least not so much that you look similar to them, because what do we need you for? Again, if you sound like other people or your presentation looks like everyone else or the way you put yourself out there feels like someone else or a bunch of other people, you become, as I said, a commodity, easily replaceable, fungible. Someone can pick you or they can pick the other 10 or 20 people who sound just like or look just like you. So what makes you different? Here's a question. Actually, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions here. You should probably write these down and or have answers to these questions. Here they are. What makes you different from anyone else who is talking about a similar topic as you? What makes you different? What are you bringing to the table that no one else is bringing to the table? What can you share or offer or what is different about your approach from anyone else who's in the game? What about your approach makes you unique from your peers and any other possible competitors? That even as more people come in the game, what are some things about you that nobody else who comes in the game will be able to say? And does your audience know it? Is it clear to your audience? Have you made it explicit and obvious to your audience? This is the other part about being different from anyone else, especially when you're branding yourself, is that whatever that difference is between you and everyone else, it is not the job of your prospects to decipher and understand it. Because, and again, this is another thing that you learn in the sales world is that you should never give your prospects more credit than they deserve for their ability to understand what you're saying, who you are. Just don't give them too much credit for their own intelligence. And I'm not saying that as, in, as if you are necessarily smarter than everybody else out there, that you and I are smarter than everybody else out there. But you should 
craft your messaging in such a way that even a fifth grader could understand it. And there are some very smart fifth graders out there, but you get what I'm saying here, all right, metaphorically. You want your message to be simple enough that even someone who has nowhere near your level of a massive super intelligence can still understand who you are, what you are, and what makes you different from everybody else. You need to make it really, really clear and simple to get. So it is your job to make it explicit and clear that you are different from any other possible option that your prospects have. Do not assume that they will understand it. Don't be subtle about it. And don't be annoyed with them if and when they don't get it. If you notice that they're not getting the difference between you and everyone else, that means you haven't made it clear enough that there is a difference between you and everyone else. And this is probably should be very high on your priority list and making sure that everyone can see this from the beginning. If someone who's in your audience right now, or someone who might become part of your audience, if they saw you and your message right now, could they point out the difference between you and anyone else without you explaining to them that there is a difference? So they just see it and say, all right, well, there's, here's Susie and here's Lisa. But here's the thing about Susie that makes her completely different from Lisa and Michelle and Mary and all the other people in this space. This one thing makes her different from everybody else. Could your prospect notice that? And if your prospect can't tell, that means it's not explicit enough and you have some work to do. Good thing is you know exactly what the work is. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is why nobody is paying attention to your brand message. Number two, you are so different that your difference is confusing people. So here's the paradox between point number one and point number two, is that you do not want to be so similar that no one can tell the difference between you and everyone else. But also, you don't want to be so different so as to confuse people and they don't even know what exactly it is that you're offering or why they should care or what it's going to do for them. So this is where you got to find that middle ground. You got to find that balance and that space where you can exist. Not so different to confuse people, but not so the same as to blend in. This is the art of carving out brand space, folks. This is the art of it right here. So this is not the science part. This is the art part. You have to be familiar enough that your prospects, again, at a fifth grade understanding level, fifth grade level of understanding, that they can understand what you do. They need to understand why you do it how you do it, and what it's going to do for them. They need to understand all of that stuff. So that make, keep it simple. Don't be too complex with that. And don't wow people with your brilliance on this part. Yet, here's their art comes in. You got to be different enough from your competitors and your peers that your prospects can see that you're not the same as them. Like, okay, I get what this person is doing because I've seen it before and I understand it. You want people to say that. But at the same time, here's also what you want them to say. This person's, this one right here is unique. And here's why. That's the balance that you have to strike. You need both of those. Understand that this right here is a skill. It is not some innate random thing that just happens to you. It is a skill. And when I say it's a skill, here's what I mean. I mean that you can work on this. You can edit. You can make iterations. You can adjust over time until you find the sweet spot of what makes people understand you, yet at the same time makes you unique. It may take some time for you to figure this one out. This is not one that just is going to just, it's not going to be a light bulb moment within the next five minutes just because you heard me say it. And maybe you think you have it. And the way we find out is you go out and you test it. You put that message out there to your ideal prospects and people and you see how they respond or if they respond at all. If the fish are not biting on your hook, then that's letting you know something clearly that even though you might think this message is perfect, remember, you are not the customer. So what you think, does not matter as much as what the market says. The data always decides, folks. We always default to the data 
deciding. I've used that phrase many times here on the show, but I've realized a while back, now that I'm saying it here, I realized that I never actually did an episode on this exact point, the data decides, but I'm going to write that down right now because I'm going to do a whole episode on that topic. So I'm glad I said that right there. So data is always going to decide. That means the marketplace, not you, because you, again, you are not the customer unless you're going to buy your own stuff. So it might take some time to figure this out before you hit on that winning approach. And then when you hit on the winning approach, then you put your foot on the gas and you blast it out of all proportion to the world. But it's worth the effort to figure this out, as I've already explained. But we're not done. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is why nobody's paying attention to your brand message. It is because this might be the most important one. You are playing it safe in an attempt to be liked, accepted, and non-controversial. Let me say that again. You are playing it safe in an attempt to be liked, accepted, and non-controversial. Now, there are a lot of people in the branding space who do this usually at the beginning of their careers when they're first putting their branding out there, when they first get started. And there's a good reason why this happens. The main reason why it happens is because when you're brand new in the game, nobody knows you yet. You are not known yet. You don't have a lot of success to hang on which you can hang your hat. You can't go to a prospect and say, well, shit, I don't need you. I've been in the game. Look at all these other people who I've already served. You don't have a long track record to lean on, on which you can, if someone is turned off by you or not liking something that you're saying, or you're thinking about putting something out there that people may disagree with, you may hesitate to put it out because you're like, well, damn, I don't have any customers right now. So I'll put out something that turns off 20 people. Now I'm going to have negative 20 customers. All right, what am I going to do? But a person who's been in the game for 20 years and they have 20,000 customers, they don't care if 200 people get pissed off of something that they said on Tuesday because they still got all these other people that they've served and more people that they will serve moving forward. So this is a challenge for people when they get started is that usually we come into the game playing it a little bit safe because we want people to like us, people to accept us. And to do that, we want to be non-controversial. We don't want to say anything that might possibly piss anybody off because we don't have a tribe yet. We don't have a group. We don't have anybody following us yet. So I'm here to tell you as a veteran of this game, and I've been in the game of building my brand. I've been putting out material that built my brand even before I knew I was doing it for 17 years and counting to this point. I don't look like I've been doing anything for 17 years, do I? Any of you watching this on video, but I have been in the game for 17 years. That is a fact. Is that this is something that if I was starting over, it'd be the number one thing that I'd be focused on is that let me clearly say some things. Let me say some things from the beginning. I'm going to say them loud and clear that I know are going to push some people away, that I know some people are going to say, all right, well, I like what this guy is offering, but I don't like that he had that opinion. I don't like that he has this stance. I don't like that he agrees with this. I don't like that he disagrees with that. So I'm going to be out on this guy, even though he has some stuff that I want. I would do that from the very beginning. I would do it as quickly as possible, knowing what I know now. This is the most egregious mistake that people make in any form of branding. Again, this can be with an individual or through a entity in a company is that you're trying to blend in. When you're trying to be everything to everyone, you know what the rest of the saying is. You become nothing to no one. This is what many brand builders are doing right now today. They're trying to be everything to everyone. And while doing that, there may be some people who like you. There are people who accept you. There are people who are not mad at you, but that's a whole world away, folks, from someone being all the way in on you. Those are two different things. When someone's all the way in on you, and you just think about this yourself. Think about your friend group, your peer group, the people who are you're really close with. You and those people probably have some strong opinions about a few things that you both agree on. That's why they're your friends. All right, that's why they're so close to you. 
So when you have light surface level opinions about everything, then that means you haven't gone deep with anyone. And when you don't go deep with anyone, including the people who may become your audience, your raving fans, your customers, your biggest customers, if you don't go deep on any subject in which they can tell where you really stand and they know that you have the same principles and the same values as they do, then they will never go deep with you because you haven't gone deep enough yourself to let them know where you stand. And here's the thing. The difference between the agreements and the similarities you have with your friends and your maybe some family members and peer groups is that you and them will probably both express that opinion and let you let them know how you feel. They let you know how they feel. And you see that y'all are on the same page. Y'all become friends and live happily ever after. When you're the one who has a brand like me right now, I'm the one with this microphone and with this platform. I put things out on this show right here and my writing materials and my videos on my social medias. And I let you know exactly where I stand on certain topics. I let you know where I stand on certain issues. I let you know where I stand with certain ideas and things that maybe you asked about, maybe you didn't, but I let you know exactly where I'm at. You don't have to tell me that you agree with me. I know by the fact that you're still here, that you heard me, <laughs> you know exactly what I said, you know where I'm at. And if you really didn't like it, if you were really offended by it, you would probably have gone away already. So when you're building the brand, here's the thing. When you put your ideas and opinions and your perspectives out there, the people who stick around are letting you know through sticking around that they are right with what you said. It doesn't even necessarily mean that they agree with you, but they are right with the fact that you put it out there. Now, people who are really bothered by what you said, they'll go away. They'll disappear and you'll never hear from them again. They'll go find somebody else who they can agree with a little bit more. When you're trying to be everything to everyone, you're nothing to no one. No matter what you do, not everybody's going to buy into you. All right, so here's the thing you must accept. There's nothing you could possibly say is going to make everybody like you. Well, no way you could possibly represent yourself and present yourself that everybody's going to like you. No matter how likable you believe yourself to be, the whole world is not going to buy whatever you sell, right, even if you're the most likable person on the planet. And when people only like you on a surface level, i.e. when you are only going surface deep when it comes to whatever it is that you share in your brand, listen, they might follow you on Facebook. They might subscribe to your YouTube channel, but they're not going to buy anything from you, at least not anything that requires them to do a, a little bit of thinking and decision making before they buy it. You want people to buy into you and you want people to become raving fans of yours. You want people to be lifelong customers of yours. You need to show them that you and they are on the same page when it comes to principles, when it comes to values, when it comes to certain beliefs and ideas. What that means is you have to stick your neck out some. And this is specifically for those of you who are building personal brands, that your brand is based around you as a human being. And also for those of you who are, this is actually not just for people with personal brands, but any kind of brand, because brand companies put out their messages, like Kmart or Walmart or you know, a, any kind of organization that sells stuff, Victoria's Secret, Apple, Gatorade. They put messages out as a company and let people know, here's where we stand as a company. Here's what we're about as a company. So as a company, they had to move a little bit more slowly than, let's say, somebody like me. I could just put out whatever message I want day by day. As a company, they might, it might take them a week to put out a message. But this is the exact same idea. What it means is you have to show them that you agree with them on some points on which perhaps the rest of the world might not agree. And again, the thing is, you won't know until you say it if they agree with you or they don't. But this is the game that you're in. And this is the risk. There is a risk that comes with that is that you're going to put some messages out that some people won't like. I have put out plenty of messages over the years that some people have not liked, and they have even let me know that they didn't like it. But you know what? I don't care because every time I put out a message like that that some people didn't like, there are people who did like it. 
And those are the people I'm focused on, focused on who's here, not who's not here. So there is risk that comes with this, but no risk, no reward. Uh, We've all heard this before. If you want to have a brand, your brand needs to stand on something. Your brand needs a foundation. What is your brand about? And if you are not clear what your brand is about, here's the secret. Nobody else is clear what your brand is about. And when people are not clear what your brand is about, they are confused. And when people are confused, you know what they do? They go somewhere where they are not confused. This is how it works, folks. Everybody clear? Let's recap today's class, which is why nobody's paying attention to your brand message. Number one, you sound like everybody else. You do not want to sound like other people in this space. You do not want to become a commodity because then it's a race to the bottom, meaning the lowest price and the lowest value. And I don't think you want to build your business around being the lowest price unless you have economies of scale like Walmart. So what makes you different? What do you bring into the table that makes you unique from other possible competitors? And does your audience know it? Is it explicit? And is it clear? Point number two, you are too different such that you are confusing people. You don't be that different. So the art of this is being different enough that you're not the same as everyone else, but also not so different that you confuse people because when people are confused, as I already told you, they do nothing. So it's worth the effort to try to find this mix and find that balance. You may have to try different approaches before you really nail it. And once you nail it, it'll be worth the effort. And point number three, you're playing it safe because you're trying to be liked and accepted. The good thing about being liked is that you'll have a whole lot of people smiling at you, but it's like the fake corporate smile. You know, when people smile with their mouths, but they don't smile with their eyes. You don't want the corporate smile. You want people who actually are in with you because you've shared some things about yourself and your approach and what you stand for, your values, your principles that other people agree with. Even if they don't explicitly tell you they agree, the fact that they're sticking around after you said it tells you that they agree because if they didn't agree, they would find somewhere else to go. They have clearly plenty of options. So when people only like you on a surface level, they might follow you on Facebook. They're not going to buy anything from you. You want people to buy into you and become a raving fan or stick around for life. You got to show them that you and they are on the same page, principles and values wise. That means you may have to put out there that you feel a certain way on certain points on which you know that people are divided. I mean, not an individual person is divided, but groups of people are divided. Some people go one way. Some people go another way. There is a risk involved in that, but no risk equals no reward. And this is where a lot of brand builders are going wrong. They're not taking any risk. They're trying to play the middle and sit on the fence. But I don't know. I've never actually physically sat on the fence, but I would envision, I would just picture that it's probably pretty painful to sit on the fence. I don't want to sit on the fence. Pick which sides you want to be on. You want to have a brand. Your brand needs to stand on something. So where are your lines? This is a question that you must answer through your messaging. And I guarantee you, when you do it, you will have a stronger brand connection a stronger relationship and connection with the people who have chosen to be and remain in your audience. So all that said, two things. First of all, get my daily motivation text free of charge straight to your phone every day by texting me at 305-384-6894. And the second thing, if you want some help, when you're ready to get some help with building your brand, nailing down your brand message, and really getting clear on what you're about and what you're not about so that you can get people to really buy into what you're doing, not just like you on the surface, but buy into what you're doing, then Join me at Work On Your Game University by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. By the time you hear this episode, I have bolstered and emboldened and enhanced everything that we are offering there in that mastermind where I have different levels where you can work with me directly, whether it's in my group programs or one-on-one programs and a lot of stuff. By the time you hear this episode, all of that stuff should be on there. So just go to workonyourgameuniversity.com and you can see everything that we're offering, how it works, how you can get involved and the level that you're ready to get involved in. Work on your game. Dre all day. 
I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.